Welcome to another exciting edition of The Thought Police. It's me, Mike Graham, and it's him, Kevin O'Sullivan. And I have to say, Kevin, it's been a remarkable week already for news, right? Uh, Here we are, as we record this, it's the first anniversary of the lockdown, which we'll talk about and we'll we'll ask you about and and imagine what you were doing this time last year, because that's what everybody's been doing. One year down, just another year to go. Just another year to go. (laughs) I mean, unbelievable. But listen, let me me ask you about the big event of the week, which obviously is uh, an area which you are a specialist in, and that is in television. Television Land, the BBC, uh, its biggest kind of show of all time. Well, that's how they bill it anyway. You can tell me if that's true. Um, Line of Duty, series number eight, is it? Uh, No, series number six. Six. See, I detected, I was still, I think, uh, with my quill writing my TV column uh, when we got to about series three. Yeah. Uh, now, until then, it had been very, very good. Yeah. The point is, the last two series, it's fallen off a fucking cliff Has anyway. It? Hasn't really been much cop. Of course, the BBC primes the population to think it's the greatest police drama ever. Well, I tell uh, you what, they get a lot of space in the papers for it. Well, of course they do, because it's been put in on this pedestal and everyone now automatically admires it. So along came Sunday night's first mm. episode of, ep- of Series 6, the uh, eagerly anticipated new series. Right. And guess what? It was a load of fucking <laughs> shit. Absolute well, shit. A lot of people said it was very confusing. Yeah. It right? hasn't been any good for Now, about unusually three years. for me at nine o'clock at night on Sunday, I hadn't actually had a drink. Um, and for some well, that reason, was a mistake. You've got to no, be pissed to watch that shit. I'll but I mean, but, but I did actually find myself drifting away from you know when you're really gripped by something. And funnily enough, I saw Piers Morgan tweeting out about it, going, you know, welcome back. I've missed you. I'm already gripped. Yeah. Right. Um, but it started to unravel for me, um, kind of halfway through, and I found myself thinking. What are they doing? What the, who, who are they going after here? What's what's yeah. the problem? Then I realised it was about the murder of the young journalist, yeah. right? But it took me a while to get sort of get that back into my head. There's so many other plot lines going yeah. on. Yeah, but they're recalling long forgotten plot lines from series and it seems to be two. An awful lot of women having affairs with one another yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm not well, there's anything wrong with that. The thing is, the thing is, what you've got, Jeb Mercurio is a good drama writer, but he's got a political agenda. He's got a bit up himself. Hasn't well, he's a, he's got a political agenda. He's a remote. This is about this is about us believing that nearly every copper is corrupt. Uh, It's also about us um, being led to believe that the entire police force is led by tiny little women who are about five foot three tall with high (laughs) voices. You know, no bloke gets anywhere near a senior position in Jeb Mercurio's uh, force. Uh, And it's about... And the Northern Irish guy has always been pushed out to the background. Yeah, and it's about us believing, uh, or Jed wanting us to believe, that the police are a bunch of jargon-spouting furrow brow morons. Right. You see what I mean? This is all about people. a lefty well, the opening, not liking well, the, opening, the police. The opening sort of um, scene, yeah. I couldn't follow either because, yeah. one, I didn't know where they were going and then they seemed to take a detour yeah. from where they were going and then they seemed to find themselves taking yet another detour from the first detour because they saw somebody that they thought was robbing a betting yeah. shop or something. Yeah. And yeah, then all these guys come out of the betting Kelly shop. Fucking Kelly McDonald character, right. the new, the new uh, police chief, mm. the really unconvincing, badly cast <laughs> Scottish little th- police chief. Right. She's, she's driving past a fucking road. Right. She sees a van. And she goes, have you seen that? She sees a van that's right. got one wheel, it's slightly badly parked. She right. goes, that's an armed robbery. Stop. Right. What is she, supernatural? <laughs> Fuck. 
fuck off. It's fucking right. ridiculous. And then, for no apparent reason, they shoot one of the guys. Um, he doesn't appear to have uh, any reason to be shot. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking so, scandal. Presumably this, this feeds into I your thought, I thought theory. I, would, uh, I thought I was so, Cressica you know, Dick would turn yeah. up. She's usually around when people get well, surely, shot accidentally. Well, if she was around, surely they would have been doing a bit of dancing escape. Yeah, but they, they, you know. you know, being a Brazilian and they'd be dead. Yeah. You know. Well, that's true. The Brazilian variant. Yeah, the Brazilian Cressida dead Dick variant. It that's down. what Cressida Dick. Yeah. As soon as she hears, hears the word Brazilian, she goes, oh my God, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Um, but but, I'll tell but, you, some, another but thing. some people have agreed with you. Others yeah. seem to love it. Because they've been told to love it. They've yeah. been told to love it. They've been programmed to think this is the greatest drama ever. It hasn't been any good for two years. It's this, not terrible, though. <laughs> it's pretty fucking really? terrible. I mean, I I'll might tell agree you, with I'll tell you when it fell but, off a fucking cliff, yeah. right, where Kate Fleming, played by Vicky McClure, mm. uh, suddenly, uh, this was about three, two, three series ago, uh, there's, a, there's a, the bent copper is escaping, yeah. and uh, she gets gets down on her hunches with a rifle yeah. and shoots him through the head from a range of a mile and a half. I mean, Which you can fun. do if you're a sniper in the army. You can't if you're just some AN other police sergeant. No, that's right. I remember that. It's a joke. Because you know what's interesting? I never watched Line of Duty when it first came out. And the only reason I've now seen it is because I started watching it during fucking lockdown. Yeah. Because in the first part of lockdown, which is a year ago today... I'd basically run out of shit to watch. Yeah. So I started going, I thought, well, Line well, of Duty's got, about, got about five, five yeah. series. I mean, yeah. it was only then that I had the time. I wouldn't have time yeah. now, yeah. but I had time then because weekends were kind of, you know, a bit quiet yeah. because I was doing anything else. Um, and I thought it was really good, actually. I yeah, no, no, it was brilliant. I don't remember it, thinking that the last series was crap. Uh, I do. It was absolutely... Really? I thought the, and the series. But what was and weird, the series though, before. What was weird was the getting into this habit of actually watching something at nine o'clock on a Sunday night because I'm going, be I don't really anymore. do that anymore, right? I'll... And then I thought, here's what I'm going to do because I thought I'm going to be talking to you, a man that's written an awful lot about television in, in, in your career because um, I thought, well, so what were ITV doing? ITV. Midsummer Murders. Midsummer Murders, right? Did very nice. Yeah. Now, Midsummer Murders is quite a good show but it's two hours, yeah. and they're obviously hoping that people are going to start watching that at eight o'clock, yeah. and then carry on through nine to yeah, ten. Yeah, good luck with I that. I wonder whether that happened or whether well, people switched over. Uh, I'm not sure what the numbers were for Midsummer Murders, but it would have been reliable. My bet would be they probably got four or five. But Midsummer Murders is also shit now because it hasn't got nettles in it. It's all, it's, nettles was great. Uh, well, John no, the new guy, Neil. I don't like Neil the new Dan. guy. He's, so all, he's all right. I mean, it's, it survived the departure of nettles some years so, ago. Yes. People like that shit. They like those yeah. Morse-type two-hour yeah. dramas mm. on a, a Sunday night. They just enjoy it. Mm. Uh, of course, Midsummer Murders has now become uh, the least realistic depiction <laughs> of the British countryside you've ever seen. It's like the United Colours of Benetton. <laughs> it's like walking through Brixton, the average village. I know. You know it's just ridiculous. I know, it's ridiculous. But it, it, it's a reliable old performer, and it would have done all right. And uh, Line of Duty did phenomenally. got 9.3 million, I well, think, which is, a, which is well, like, a, But well, it'll so, go down because it was shit. But I guess the, the proof will be in the pudding because it might have been a first episode that wasn't as good as the rest of it there's always that possibility well it, the only way is up right. here's what line of duty used to do mm. brilliantly it used to it used to start every series started with something really if i can use this police uh, pun really arresting yes. like an explosion a right. death an right. unexpected event that that really gripped you mm. uh, and then uh, towards the end of either episode one or early in episode two a really major character much 
to your surprise and horror, will get assassinated. Yes. Uh, so they would start with a real bang. This time, fuck all happened except loads of people talking about chiz. Where's your chiz? I haven't got the intel. MP3 says this. Oh, CP1. And there was a lot of saying, sit reps as well. What's the sit rep? What's the shit rep? I don't know anyone that talks like that. Yeah, well, I think Jeb Mercurio wants us to think that all coppers are jargon spouting. Corrupt morons. Yes. So that's what that's his idea. He's not very keen on criticism, though. So you better prepare well, yourself. Go because, fuck himself. Uh, I don't know whether uh, you saw the piece that was uh, written um, somewhere or other. It was a tweet. I think it was a Nigel Pauly tweet, actually. One yeah. of your mates who you get on your show at the weekend, yeah. um, TV critic as well. Yeah. Uh, he's dug out an old uh, interview with Mercurio. It yeah. may not be an old one. It may be one that he did for this uh, this series, in which he was talking about a woman, a female TV critic. I don't know who he she he was referring to. But he calls it the C-word, right? <laughs> now, if you're a fucking uh, a, a horrible old, you know, white, middle-aged I'm man... used to that. That's fine, right? <laughs> but you can't call a woman that if you're supposed to be Captain Woke of the BBC, can you? Uh, no. You uh, cannot I, I, refer to a woman as the C-word. Well, these people, you... you uh, we talk about hypocrisy. Take away this shiny surface and usually there's a seething, furious, Well, it's the usual ramona crap, isn't it? Yeah, but waiting to get out. Uh, one thing I will say about Jeb Mercurio, he did say uh, only last week, I think, and I applaud him for this uh, he, th- he called the BBC the least efficient broadcaster yes. in the world yeah. and he's right about that and uh, his mate Russell T Davis a real BBC man through and through uh, who wrote It's a Sin mm. and took that to the BBC yeah. and the BBC turned it down it went on to become a smash hit on yeah. Channel 4 uh, Russell T Davis said he thinks the BBC is finished so even its most passionate supporters uh. believe the BBC is fucked and they're right well they clearly don't know what's going on I mean we saw the story this week about them asking for 150 million more quid for BBC Studios because they want to make fuck some more off. stuff. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah, what are you doing off. making make, more shit? Make some Don't programs. make it. Right? And then there's this other thing uh, on BBC Three I was watching the other night. Uh, well, not watching, but there was a trailer for it. And all I, I kept saying to myself, hang on a minute, I thought BBC Three was finished. And what no, the no, fuck no, it's they come doing? back. They brought it back. How are they commissioning shows for BBC Three? They brought it back. They brought it back as the main channel. Okay. They are, are after two, three years were very successfully. It moved online. You know, it came up with things like Normal People. Yeah. Uh, it was working very, very well for young people because they like to watch things mm. online. The BBC has decided to make it a terrestrial channel again. In other words, they've taken work? BBC Three out of modernity mm. and put it back into antiquity. Very fucking weird. But why have they done that? Because I because sh- they're th- fucking useless. I thought the whole point of removing it was to save money wasn't it uh well it was to save money and also to yeah yeah basically you're right mike but also it was to uh sort of go down a more modern path that the future yes, now if you look the young audience if you think three or four years ago that was quite a bold thing to yeah. do and it has stood the test of yeah. time it's been a great success also, most so what's the bbc's watching... response let's go back to the I mean, old way you know, i don't i mean I, I i risk um in getting getting some kind of statistical information wrong but i can't imagine there are many people who do not now watch everything on TV on a flat screen smart television, right? So it doesn't really matter whether BBC Three is a channel or whether it's on fucking line, does it? Well, I think you've, you can still watch. I mean, I think the numbers TV. are still relatively small, but young people are much more likely to watch online. So why didn't they leave and BBC watch on their tablets and all that? Why right? didn't they leave BBC Three online? Yeah. It's cheaper. It's what the audience wanted. But no, no, no. They're well, maybe, that... maybe it's them trying to draw a line in the sand and well, go see what we can do. Well, We're no, they're obsessed. It uh, it's because they're obsessed with a young audience. Yeah. They want a young audience. Well, They'll the never thing. get a young audience but they want one. Also, they wouldn't know what to do with a young audience anyway. But here's another thing that puzzled the hell out of me. Turned up on the TV the other night and 40 Towns was on. <laughs> I mean, 
And I'm sorry, you know, I love Forty Towers. I mean, I think it's very funny. Bold oh, new scheduling yeah. with this fantastic <laughs> well, new comedy. Tim, Tim Davey, you know, yeah. it's the cutting edge of yeah. comedy. You yeah. know, they bring it back next, Bud Flanagan. Yeah, it was only about fucking three or four months ago they were banning it, weren't they? And uh, people were going, oh, you have to put a, mod- a, a, a you know, on if, it, if it's on any kind of digital uh, channel, there's going to have to be a warning about the upsetting content, right? Suddenly it's on BBC One, fucking prime time. I know, I know. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything with wrong. all the with all the stuff the, left uh, in. What's the word? The so, anachronistic, so-called, terms. you know, uh, what would they call it? Historical terms for yeah, certain historical, people. Yeah. Like there's at least two insults to Manuel. Which, which are the, racist in this in this in this day and age you would not write into a TV racist, show, yeah, yeah. but I didn't see any warnings. I mean, I don't want to see warnings, but I just I, you can't tell what the fuck is Davy doing if he thinks Forty Towers and BBC Three are kind of you know the same thing. I'll tell you what he's fucking. They're not, doing. are they? I'll tell you what he's fucking doing. He's moving Radio Three to Leeds. Big fucking <laughs> deal. Great news. He's spending for hundreds of millions moving people around the country. Yeah. Once again, the BBC operating like a political organisation yeah. as opposed to what it's supposed to be, a broadcaster of. But decent you and I have talked about this. The point about the BBC is not that it's fucking got too many middle-class people in it from London. It's that it's got too many middle-class people in it, period. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they come from. Yeah, exactly you go to right. fucking Leeds, there's the same no. simpering middle-class, Nail on the head, you know, Mike. Ramona fucking champagne socialists from Leeds as there are from London. Nail on the head, Mike, exactly right. It's saying geographical correctness, we're going yeah. to move our staff out of central London and spray them around the country. So fucking what? Yeah. They'll, still be the, they'll still be the same... Guardian reading wankers, you know, <laughs> remain I suppose they'll have to send a few more copies of the Guardian up to Leeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be a lot more shipping of the Guardian around the country. Yeah. You, know, the, you know, the BBC does spend about 20 times more on the Guardian yeah. than any other well, apparently, newspaper. If, on the basis of the Guardian's actual print sale, I'm not talking about the online version, but the print sale, which is around about fifty to 60,000 a day. Yeah. I'm told at least 20,000 of those go to the BBC. I know, yeah, no, absolutely. Which is at least almost a yeah. third of their fucking It's the only fucking organisation in the entire country that takes that ridiculous newspaper seriously. Yeah. Uh, you know, its its readership, apart from the BBC, is about seven. Yeah. Uh, and its now, agenda is so fucking boring. Listen, I can't stop laughing at this. I've been told by even some members of my family it's a bit cruel, but how about that fucking video of Joe Biden going up the fucking steps of Air Force One? I mean, the wheels I mean, are literally. Co- I could not. The wheels stop are coming laughing. off when, when he gets fucking to the, when he finally gets to the top. <laughs> finally gets to the fucking top. He salutes. What's he doing? He's saluting himself. I made it. Look. <laughs> Give yourself a it's start. Like fucking Benny Hill no, salute. No, I mean, it wasn't just. I mean, look, people with you know, people who clearly didn't have a sense of humor going, well, like you've never tripped. I was like, well, one, I'm not the president of the United States. Two, yes, I have tripped, but I've never tripped three times up the same stairs, no. right? I just haven't. In my entire life, hilarious. I've never tripped on a step going up to an aeroplane. No, I've never done that either. But also. It's not the fact that he trips. It's the fact that he trips and, and then, then he, he trips again. again. And then, and then, then a hat trick. And then a hat trick. And man. the third one was the real I mean, fucking humdinger, wasn't it? The, the third one, he really <laughs> went for it. It's like it's like he was rehearsing, you know. Yeah. First one, ah, that's not too good. <laughs> Second one, ah, could still use some improvement. And the third <laughs> one, that's it. I mean, all the, I there were some great memes. There was, my favourite one was the one where this Trump on a fucking golf tee hits a ball and it hits fucking Biden on the head and he goes down. <laughs> but you see... 
The thing is, uh, it recalls. Uh, do you remember Gerald Ford yes. back in uh, the seventies? Was it? Well, he, he famously he, couldn't walk he, and chew he fell, gum. He fell on those stairs as well. But did he not fall coming down though? Yeah, so he was yeah. down coming yeah. down. Uh, Joe Biden's reversed that. He can't, oh. can't even get up the fuckers. <laughs> I mean, and also loves all the pe- people putting all those pictures of status stair lifts. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. Well, if, in case anyone's worried stair about force this, one. Well, in case anyone's worried about this uh, or is still thinking we've got a dynamic Democrat new president, yeah. what we've got is a fucking senile old twat who can't even stand up. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. But don't worry. I mean, I thought it was a bit menacing, though, when old uh, Putin said, you know, let's hope you have good health. Because <laughs> when the fucking head of Russia told you you got good health, you better look out for the Novichok agent. Yeah. You know? I'll t- tell you something, though. Tr- Trump, whatever you think tea. of Trump, uh, he never projected the image of no. being a dodgy. No, but old isn't it interesting, git? though? Because all the lefties, of course, whenever he. Do you remember when he was holding Theresa May's hand? In yeah, the yeah, he said he couldn't stand And everyone was going, oh, yeah, he's only doing that because he can't walk on his own. Oh, look how slowly he walks. They, it's all fine for them to take the piss out of him. But none of them, not fucking one of them. And I heard a BBC DJ, funnily enough, on a. I occasionally listen to Radio One, I'm sorry to say, because I've got one of the kids in the car or something. Oh, right. And yeah. Ziggy quite likes it as I well. He likes that a bit of a jig in the back. Is it still on? It's still on, yeah. But there's a guy who does the morning shows on a Saturday and Sunday, and he was being all, you know, oh, you know, everybody's tripped up. You know, I'm a bit like that myself at the weekends. You know, I trip up the stairs all the time, you know. But it's clearly yeah. them giving out the signal that, you know, stop being mean to Joe oh, Biden, fuck you know. Off. Do fuck, fuck off. off. I mean, then he goes on after his ludicrous ascent up those stairs and. <laughs> and his Benny and his Benny Hill salute at the top. He gets to the fucking top, and then he makes a speech referring to President Kamala. Yes, I mean it's Vice President Harris. Yes. You fuckwit. I know. I know, it really is a bit worrying. I'd be worried if I was Well, American. they are. They're seriously worried over there. And basically, that guy, it, it, think of what, what has he said re- uh, recently in the public arena. Nothing. Not much. He's been put back in his bunker, yeah. and Kamala and the gang yeah. are pulling the And strings. also, he's got no control over any of the states, right? Florida's doing what the fuck it wants. The fucking Mexicans coming over the border. Yeah, and now Hundreds he's, saying, of thousands now of he's them. trying to stop them, despite the fact that he said that Trump was being cruel to them. He wants to be nice to them, but he still doesn't want them coming. But you, what you've got is... All over the place. Yeah, but when you open those Twat. borders, I mean, I know about that Mexican border yeah. a lot because I used to live right close to it. I've right. been over it millions of times. Uh, it's quite a, it's quite a scene, you know. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, uh, I always wanted to go down there actually, yeah, Tijuana. Yeah, um, it's quite a place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Tijuana's great. It's a great town. It's uh, wild. It's, it's a border town, yeah. right? Um, so what 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 happens is now that he's lifted uh, or put the board drawbridge down, old Biden basically said, "Come one, come all." Yeah. The worst but thing about sure you the worst legally. thing about the this, this kind of migrant invasion is thousands and thousands right. of little kids turn. Yeah. They're like ten years old. Right. They're not with their mums and dads. Right. They're on their fucking own, right. and they have to be put immediately into these detention right. camps uh, where the conditions are terrible. Same for the adults. Mm-hmm. So letting all these people in. Uh, is one. It sounds like it's a decent thing to yeah, but do, he's but, not, it, though. but it leads to a, a, a human disaster because yeah. they get put in these detention camps with terrible conditions. Mm. So Biden's alleged liberalism towards these migrants is actually yeah. actually cruelty. Well, but we it's all cruelty. said this would happen, right? We said that he would bring back the cages for the kids, which is what he's done. We yeah, said he'd don't start forget bombing. Obama was the one who started yeah, all that. Start bombing the Middle God, East. He's, he's, already, he's already bombed fucking Syria, right? He's now calling the head of the Russian state a killer. 
And yeah. he says he's going to come and get him soon. In yeah. fact, worse to that yeah. effect. He's falling up the fucking stairs of Air Force One. It's I mean, it's called, half, sta- it's called half the state. Great gov- start, is it? It's called half half the state governors in America Neanderthals because yeah. they've told him where to stick right. his ridiculous also, fucking you know lockdown policy. He's policies. handing out all this fucking free money. Now the Americans that you 1. and I know, one point nine trillion dollars. Yeah, no, but forget about the the trillion figure. In- interestingly enough, I was listening to somebody that they talking about it. If you've got a family of four. Who uh, on and you're not making very much money. You're going to get a gift from the government of about fifteen grand. Now that to me is commercial suicide yeah, in America yeah. because the one thing the Americans don't like is people getting fucking handouts. Yeah, but, but yeah, but right? the thing is, of course, they're going to take it. And what his one point is ludicrous, his grotesque, obscene one point trillion dollar handout is very likely to lead to is soaring inflation not only in America because when the Americans catch a cold we sneeze it'll happen here and if we get fucking inflation and it'll be because of Joe Biden our fucking rescue package Rishi's uh, road forward Mm. will be utterly utterly fucked he has costed our future on the fact we don't get inflation Mm. 1.9 trillion dollars to the Americans from stupid Biden will give us inflation and we will be yeah. fucked. But also, here's the thing. It's all very well saying, of course, they want the money. 15 grand is a great gift, but it's not... Yeah, no one says no to that. But it's not everybody that's getting it, though, Kevin. Because if you've got the ability to um, have a certain level of income, you won't be getting that money, right? Yeah, yeah. They're not giving it to absolutely everyone. Yeah. And quite right, too. But the people who won't be getting it will not be fucking happy that the guy uh, down the road who cuts his grass yeah. has just got a free 15 grand. Yeah, Because well, you know what he'll say. He'll say, well, don't you cut my grass for free now because you just had free money from the fucking government. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's, it, he's buying votes. Yeah. And that's, that's his policy with mm. immigrants as well. Yeah. Let the immigrants in, Let give them, them uh, citizenship, yeah. and then uh, they'll all that's vote That's the old SNP me. trick. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We must have people under 16 voting. In fact, you can vote when you're four as long as you vote SNP. Yeah. And of course, every European that comes in can vote for us because you're allowed to vote in a Scottish refer- in a Scottish election, right? Um, because you're a European citizen, because yeah, yeah. it's considered to be a regional election. Yeah. Why do you think they like having so many uh, Europeans in there? Exactly right. No, this is an old trick. Blair did it. That's why yeah. Blair, Blair. That's why Labour leaders always want to yeah, but lower. In gen- yeah, but in general elections, you can't do that. In yeah, but they always they want to. They always want to lower the voting age to sixteen because yeah. sixteen-year-olds uh, will vote Labour. Because they're all, gullible. It's all fucking trickery. It's all it really is trickery. smoke and mirrors. Uh, how let's, much, let's do, talk about. Go on, sorry, I was going to say, do we trust Boris uh, not to extend the fucking? Long not really. Run? I mean, I've started it's to lose bad, the will to it? fucking live here because Julia. Hartley Brewer was saying to me this morning, funnily enough, she said, well, I told everybody, people were poo-pooing what she was saying. She was like, they're not, they're not going to lift it, you know. And they're all going, oh, oh it's only another month. It's I only know. another month. Well, apparently it's not only another fucking month. They're going to open the pubs hopefully on April the 12th, yeah. but there's no guarantee that they're going to do anything else. Uh, May, you, the you May the 17th uh, pubs opened indoors date. Uh, that seems to be yeah. uh, uh, kind of dubious now. Well, so, it does. And certainly the travelling abroad situation is not going to happen because they're now saying you can't illegal? go abroad. Well, they're going to fine you five fucking grand yeah. for going on holiday. Hello? Yeah. And when you hear Boris, as we've heard just in the last couple of days, talking about the third wave mm. and exciting new variants, yes. you fucking know he's softening us up mm-hmm. to extend this fucking lockdown. And that fucking woman that was on at the weekend saying... Oh, I think we'll probably be wearing masks and social distancing for years. Fuck off. Well, I fucking won't be. Yeah. You can stick your ma- mask up your ass, dog. Yeah, honestly, I really do fear that Boris, uh, that with his backbone of a jellyfish, is softening us up mm. to extend this shit. Yeah, I know. Uh, past June the 25th. Well, 
well, because that fucking idiot Witty, you remember weeks ago, said, oh, there's another risk of 33,000 more deaths in the summer. Bollocks is there. Yeah, yeah. That's your fucking modelling crap. Here's a fucking thing with Sage, right? Guess what they were saying at the weekend? Yeah. They were saying that, uh, you know, the government, quite rightly, in my view, is seeking to restrict the amount of money we give to foreign aid, mm. the ludicrous yeah. amount of money we give to yeah. countries like India. This has got a space program. Yeah. We give foreign aid. We are currently giving millions of pounds foreign aid to China I know. to help it grow rice. Yes. Hello. Yeah, really? Well, what next? So they know how yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, give millions I of dollars they, to the Saharans. I thought, I thought they fucking invented it. Yeah, we're going to send a lot of sand to the right. Saharans, what about, you know. So what about the Inuits? Yeah, you can't yeah. call them Eskimos so, anymore. So, so, you're sending them some ice. Yeah, so given our uh, uh, dire straits at the moment, quite rightly, the government is uh, seeking to uh, restrict the amount of money we spend pointlessly on foreign aid. Here, here, I say. So here's a window into the political soul of Sage. Yes. Sage immediately have told the government, you must not restrict you must not cut back on foreign aid because in the future that that will mean that the countries that we don't give aid to will not be able to protect themselves against viruses oh, and we off. will get affected do so what is off. that this is fuck a bunch of fucking right. lefties right it is bunch because of university also, yeah, lefties. and they're all doing this shit now about you know well the thing is you know it's not, not any good just uh, making sure that our uh, health is good we have to make sure everybody else's don't health is good fucking sage though bollocks is it yeah fucking sage yeah but yeah exactly wealthy fucking sage telling the government not to cut back on foreign aid. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Do your own fucking jobs, you Yeah, I know. Nerds. Absolute morons. Fucking outrageous. Now, I've got something important to ask you because I noticed at the weekend um, you did something very unusual. <laughs> what was um, that? And you drank some horse milk. Oh, yes, right? that's right. I had a great laugh about it, funnily enough, um, down in the Sussex at the weekend yeah. because it started a conversation because we started going, what the fuck are horses doing producing milk, right? But, of course, when you think about it, it's quite normal, I suppose. Every animal produces milk. But yeah. then... Well, no, actually. Well, you would think every mammal does, right? And yeah. I'm like, I said, I bet you fucking uh, dolphins don't produce fucking milk. And do you know what? They fucking do. There you go. Right? There you go. Blue whales and, and killer whales produce milk. Yeah, yeah. But it's more like cheese, apparently. Okay. So the, but it's so, a mammal thing. But it? it's a mammal thing. There's only one creature, apparently, that doesn't produce milk, which is partly a mammal, and it's a platypus. The duckbill platypus. Yeah. But that's because that's it's a, a hybrid. It's, half, it's like, it's like that thing from, uh, yeah. from the yeah. Goodfellas. You know, half mick, half Guinea. Um, but so tell me, so what the horse, like? so the horse milk. Where, where, first of all, where'd you get it from? Uh, I don't from, say a horse. From this uh, <laughs> this bloke uh, who runs a, a kind of dairy farm up in Oxfordshire, right. and he actually supplies because he's close to it uh, the uh, Soho farmhouse. Oh yeah, you know where all those trendy uh, is people... that like Soho House? Yeah, Soho Farmhouse in the but country. For people who want to go to the country. Yes, yeah, so for the weekend. weekend. Oh yeah, Super. And Be- Beckham lives next door. Of, oh, yeah. of course, that's a good reason. But not he to supplies go, them. Uh, and you know he, he's quite a nice guy, and he's, he, he says it's a niche product, and he, yeah, no he says, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's not much call for it." No. I tell you why there's not much fucking call for it. <laughs> it's shit. Because you take a tiny little quarter pint bottle, right. six pound fifty. Jesus Christ, six pound fifty. Well, that's the one thing you got to know about anything to do with Soho House, right? Fuck yeah, it up. Yeah, but anyway, I shook it up. You have to shake it right. up, uh, and I drank it. And uh, I can't say it was very nice. Did you taste it like on its own? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, put just, it in tea? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He, he doesn't. Was invite, it creamy? He then? Was it? Yeah, it's kind of creamy. And it's, it's a bit a, weird though. Isn't it's it? got a kind of nutmeggy taste. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice. Is it? It's nice. It's a bit like guys that drink breast milk, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't. <laughs> No, some do people do. I gave, I gave that up a few years ago. I remember doing a story on some woman who made, or a bloke who made cheese from his wife's breast milk. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. 
He's just taking a glass of water. Yeah, well, that bloke's, a, that bloke's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Hello, darling. Yeah, Could you lactate a bit? I've got to make some bit, more cheese. Yeah, ch- yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Saving a fortune. No more cheddar for me. I'll just get the wife to lactate. Make some fucking cheese. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Fuck Sainsbury's. <laughs> Who needs him? Ridiculous. But, you know, um, yeah, very very interesting uh, thing, though, because you don't, you just don't think about it. And why the fuck is it £6.50 anyway? Well, because I guess it's rare. I don't know. And they haven't got, to, uh, m- you know, mechanical arrangements to deliver yeah. it. I don't know. Oh, blimey. Uh, but, uh, well, anyway, I thought it was, it was very good. Because as I say, it certainly did. Well, actually, I usually um, I like to finish a show with a glass of wine, you know, yeah, a few bottles of wine or cocktail. Right. This time, horse milk. But it was it was nice. Mm, it was nice. Interesting. To be fair. Now, um, so let's talk about because um, we're coming nearly to the end of this whole shebang. Um, the year in fucking um, glorious Technicolor. So when you first locked down, because I remember quite clearly, um, funnily enough, we were filming or trying to film an episode of Plank of the Week. Yeah. Um, and it was Andre Walker I was with and. I can't remember who the other guy was. I think it might have been Dave Chawner, the guy that goes oh, yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah. And we we ended up f- somehow in that pub across the way, the telephone exchange. Yes. I remember, t- I remember talking to a girl in there who was like behind the bar. And she was Eastern European or something. And she said, well, I said, so what are you going to do? She said, well, I go to drama school here and they've just shut that. Yeah. So she said, I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't make any money. Um, and I don't think she could be put on furlough. She didn't work there often enough. She said, I might just probably have to go home. Yeah, no, no, I went to that pub, the Telegraph, just across the over from yeah. our offices, with a couple of guys from uh, Denny and Callum from mm. here, and we went on the very last night when they were closing oh, yeah. at that, but, and there were these four lawn, four, four or five of these nice people, uh, the barman, the manager and everything, and the, and the ladies, and they were all uh, Europeans, mm. you know, Polish, etc., Nice people. Because that's the thing. And, so and many they, of these young them, people have yeah, come from yeah, their yeah, homelands because there's jobs. no fucking jobs there. I said, well, what are you going to do? So they, they were going, I don't know. Right. Anyway, so I ordered a, um, a couple, of, couple of glasses of wine and a uh, beer or something. And so I said, oh, I'll have a glass of that red wine. And it was a, it was a nice bottle of red. <laughs> he was pouring it and he went, ah, fuck it. You might as well have it. <laughs> Gave me the whole bottle. Well, that's true. Anyway, we sat there in yeah. this sort of virtually empty pub yeah. and that was it. Yeah. That was well, the end of the When we were in there, we were literally the only people in there. It's fucking resident. Yeah. I don't think it's open since then. No, it hasn't. That's been it, it. it. never opened in the summer, no, did it? Because lots of pubs never bother. A lot of pubs didn't, didn't yeah. bother. I mean, we've been fortunate to know a few people and a few pubs that have opened, a few restaurants that have opened and stuff yeah. like that. And can we just get on record now? You know, now there is now a threat that this lockdown... Uh, will be extended. Mm. Boris is starting, you know, once he starts talking about variants and, uh, you know, the third wave, yeah. you know you're in the shit. He's right. softening us up. Right. Uh, now, you got France has already got this third wave, apparently. Germany as yeah. well. They're extending theirs. But they've got so no vaccine, we, these fucking so people, right? This fucking on record? But we've got a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can we get it on record that the more we have to have more vi- uh, lockdowns, the more it proves they don't fucking work? Well, you would think so. You would think so. I mean, I did that again, you know, the last few days where you go, so what was this all about? It was about saving lives, yeah. right? How many people have died? 126,000, right? But I looked at an interesting figure today. The number of positive COVID tests in a year, right? That means all the tests that were done. It doesn't mean people, it means tests. Yeah. It's about 4.3 million. Now, I'm not particularly good at doing massive sums in my head, but 120,000 out of 4.3 million it's not very much, no, no, is it? No, no. The numbers have never been you huge. You know, it's about one and a half percent, maybe, if that, of the people yeah. who tested positive. Yeah. So, but, but right? yeah. So we began this lockdown uh, one year 
uh, ago today. That went on, I think, as, as I remember rightly, for three months. We staggered through August, started to go into like uh, tears, and then another lockdown in uh, November, yeah, wasn't the whole of November? Right, whole November. Uh, back of uh, tears, November, December, back into full lockdown yeah. ever since. And still, we're talking about going well, into lockdown. So lockdowns don't fucking right. work. And we're in the same lockdown now, today. Yeah. March the 23rd, yeah. as we were in the first week yeah. of January, when a 1,000 people were dying every fucking yeah. day. Yeah. Now there's only about 11 or something. 17 died, was the 17? most recent yeah. figure. And, and you know, the point is lockdowns... People say, no, lockdowns work. Well, yeah, yeah, they, they, they're a sticking well, plaster. Well, it depends on what you're saying well, they work for. they're a temporary for. sticking plaster, but as soon as you take the sticking plaster off, in other words, you come out of lockdown, the blood starts yeah. flowing again. And that's the worrying thing. When we, If we do... Uh, by a miracle, actually come out of full lockdown, freedom again on Midsummer's Day, June the 21st. The figures, I'm assuming, will go up. Their death rates will go up. Cases will go up. Boris will lock us down. Well, do you know what hasn't happened this time, though? They've sent all the kids back to school. Yeah. And guess what? Nothing's changed. So, in that case, what happened in September? Because that's what they said was the reason why it went up in September. Wrong. It obviously went up in September because a lot of students went back to universities because the universities yeah. were so fucking greedy yeah. that they wanted them to be physically yeah. there. Yeah. And that, I think, is what caused them to go up. Yeah. But all the testing that's going on in my schools, uh, my son's school and every other fucking school, um, is leading to no further increase in the spike. It's not going up. It's oh, yeah. going fucking down. Yeah, so we might have got, so, we might have got this. Hopefully- so how about this, right? It's got nothing to do with lockdown and it's got everything to do with where the virus is, where it wants to go and how strong it is. Yeah. Right? It's and, that simple. And the fact... I.e. we can't control it. And uh, this government ought to do something to tell the people what, what it is exactly we're taking this vaccine for. Because they seem to want us to take the vaccine and then for us to accept they'll carry on just as they were. As We'll have to have our... They've just voted in to restrict our, be able to restrict our freedoms for another six months. Why? Why is the furlough scheme going on for months on end? What is all this for? What's the fucking point of the vaccine if 50% of the country have now yeah. been inoculated. Oh, yeah, but now you've got these other fucking complete twats going, oh, yeah, but everybody has to be vaccinated. And if we're not all safe, then no one's safe. Do fuck off. Look, Shove it, it right up your fucking ass. Yeah, and, and surely with half the country vaccinated and rising, we're doing 800,000 a day, which is phenomenal. Uh, surely we must be at a stage where COVID-19 is turning into a non-fatal disease. We're not going to run away from a non-fatal illness, are well, we? I mean, as I said earlier on, um, there's plenty of places you can go on holiday and you can fucking either die, you can be taken hostage, you can be shot, you can be mugged, you can develop... Bournemouth, you can, for a well, start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I couldn't say this so much on the radio Bristol, today, maybe. Plenty of people have gone to fucking... Um, uh, Magaluf and come back with a dose of fucking syphilis. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking legislate against that? Don't go to Magaluf in case you get a sexually transmitted disease from shagging uh, some Ethiopian hookers. Yeah, Chris Woody, next slide, please. I mean, really, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, I think we've come to the end of yet another charming episode of The Thought Police. Indeed. Uh, apologies if anyone was offended, but bollocks well, if you fuck were. off. Fuck right off. We don't See care. <laughs> TV the other night and 40 Towers was on I mean and I'm sorry you know I love 40 Towers I mean I think it's very funny bold new scheduling with this fantastic new comedy Tim Davey you know it's the cutting edge of comedy 
Yeah. No, they bring it back next. Bud Flanagan. Yeah, it was only about fucking three or four months ago they were banning it, weren't they? Uh, and people were going, oh, you have to put a, mod- a, a, a you know, on if, it, if it's on any kind of digital uh, channel, there's going to have to be a warning about the upsetting content, right? Suddenly it's on BBC One, fucking prime time. I know. I know. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything with wrong. all the with all the stuff the, left uh, in. What's the word? The so, anachronistic so-called, terms. you know, uh, what would they call it? Historical terms for yeah, certain historical, people. Yeah. Like there's at least two insults to Manuel. Which, which in are the, racist. In this, in, this, in this day and age, you would not write into a They're TV racist, show. Yeah. But I didn't see any warnings. I mean, I don't want to see warnings, but I just, I, you can't tell what the fuck is Davey doing. This government ought to do something to tell the people what, what it is exactly we're taking this vaccine for, because they seem to want us to take the vaccine and then for us to accept they'll carry on just as they were. As we'll have to have our, they've just voted in to restrict our, be able to restrict our freedoms for another six months. Why? Why is the furlough scheme going on for months on end? What is all this for? What's the fucking point of the vaccine if 50% of the country have now? Yeah. Being oh yeah, but now you've got these other fucking complete twats going. Oh yeah, but everybody has to be vaccinated. And if we're not all safe, then no one's safe. Do fuck off. Look, Shove it right up your fucking ass. Yeah. I remember doing a story on some woman who made or a bloke who made cheese from his wife's breast milk. Oh fucking. <laughs> 